0: Welcome to the Sugar Science Podcast, where our mission is to highlight and connect researchers in the type one diabetes space. I'm Monica Wesley, the founder of the Sugar Science and your host for today's podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Chu Fu. He's a professor of biology at Harvard Medical School and his primary appointment is at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston. Welcome, Chu Fu, and thank you for talking to us about your newest paper, and I'll let you introduce that paper.
1: Oh, so thank you very much, Monica, for this opportunity and to discuss our recent work on acupuncture.
0: Yeah, we're excited mm-hmm. to hear about it, and particularly how it pertains to inflammation. So can you tell us about how you uh, became scientifically interested in this field of acupuncture and inflammation?
1: So uh, my lab uh, for many years, for the last 10 years, has been studied the a pain pathway, in fact. So we uh, spent consist- uh, a lot of effort to map the sensory pathway, particularly in the spinal cord level, to showing that different neural circuits can transmit different forms of pain, like a neural passive pain or inflammatory pain. And uh, but, uh, in the pain field, uh, in last uh, 20 years, we do have faced some kind of like, a, not to say crisis, but uh, we had a workshop, like for example, last year at the NIH showing this a lot of preclinical study, we had a lot of success in animal and uh, we have not yet produced new pain medicine. So we had discussed a lot of reasons why it's not successful. Some like for example, my lab in the last couple of years to shown that we may not measure animal behavior you know properly. We had a lot of the behavioral assay may not most clinical relevant. And we published a paper in, in Nature last year, for example, showing that the sustained pain versus like a first line reflexive, defensive reaction, are you a different pathway. Mm-hmm. And most people measure, you know, defensive reactions. And the, so this is the pain research. The other thing, I, as we study more and more pain pathway, we realize, there so are just so many different pain pathway can redundantly activate them. For each pain pathway has so many different mechanisms that can activate that particular pathway. So just, uh, so basically in the pain field, we target those specific molecule or target or pathway. We have not yet produced a, a new pain medicine. So this is one of the crisis we face, you know, that's why NIH organized a workshop to discuss this. So at the same time, when we think about the pain, but we know that acupuncture has been in, in clinically effective to treat, many chronic pain like low back pain, say a large clinical trial and they showing that real acupuncture or sometimes a sham acupuncture can reduce pain in comparison to conventional treatment but they don't understand why you know the uh, uh, what the basis for acupuncture to work and uh, mm-hmm. why the sham control can also work sometimes so so this uh um, this has some kind of uh, philosophy, philosophical change in my research. Okay, like uh, for many decades, we, we we focus on the pain pathway, try to stop the pain pathway to, to treat the pain, but we are facing the problem with the redundancy degeneracy for the pain mechanism. We has not been so successful for this approach. For the traditional Chinese medicine, you know the philosophy has slightly different. Say, when you have a pain, like say you join pain. Pain is a part of the symptom of the disease. So the traditional Chinese medicine is uh, to treat the disease. Uh, how can we stop the inflammation to reduce mm-hmm. the inflammation? When the inflammation resolve, and uh, then the pain may be reduced so, as a symptom. So it's a. So this a kind of philosophy, I think that. Um, it's a, like a, you're looking treat the disease or, you know, it's a whole thing of the whole body, like holistic view of the disease. You, you have to consider it together like a target tissue, immune cell, nerve fiber, which has a fairly complex interaction among them. Yeah. So this is a kind of philosophical chain, like as a tree or to study the, the, the root of the disease mm-hmm. versus, you know, manage, uh, to treat the, the symptom associated with the disease. And uh, it's not as uh, but Western medicine starting to you know uh, realize a uh, 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 system this kind of system physiology approach to for thinking disease and and for treatment, and I uh, say I got a lot of attention here as well. Like uh, that's what NIH has NCCIH, you know, institute to mm-hmm. to integrate those uh, integrative medicine. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's important. Um, and I I just wondered, you know with that sort of jumping off point can you talk a little bit more about the paper that you just recently released so yeah the for
1: the acupuncture you know the also the other um clinical trial largest and uh, clinical trials showing that efficacy how acupuncture can treat like a GI tract disorder like gastrointestinal motility problem or chronic pain problem but generally speaking we still know fairly little about how acupuncture really works in terms of what's behind, like a neuroanatomic or biological basis.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. But this, uh, um, I think the part of the reason I I think is um, we do not have really good tool, you know, for until recent year to manipulate, to study what sensory pathway really activated by acupuncture and how the the acupuncture stimulation, which you, you, you has a somatic sensation, eventually, why they can treat the disease. Sometimes they can treat diseases long distantly. For example, a lot of GI tract problems, like disorder, which are fairly effective, like vomiting, no serious, like like management for cancer patients. And, you know, when they receive the chemotherapy treatment, acupuncture is a fairly effective. But this, how can you, you know, you put a needle stimulation in your distal hind leg, like let's say acupoint like ST36, which is located in the distal limb, mm-hmm. you can uh, relieve the symptom or in you know, a associated with a gastrointestinal you know movement. So, so see, see there's a big jump, in you know, a gap, you know, for from how the somatic tissue stimulation can modulate the body physiology in a long distance manner.
0: So in your, in your paper, the, the paper is, uh, I guess I didn't introduce it earlier, but it's evidence, um, you know, it's, uh, really evidence in mice that this electropuncture, um, reduces inflammation via specific neural pathways. That was, you know, yeah, um, so. ca- you know, there, it was published in Neuron August 12th. And basically you're trying to help map the neuron anatomical underpinnings of this, you know, uh, of acupuncture. But can you talk a little bit about what you found when you were uh, using the 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 acupoint that was ST25 versus the acupoint that was uh, yeah. ST36? Okay, so before
1: I get to that space, I just want to highlight a little bit more first. So as I mentioned, we have a technical problem and like a, for example, how can we study this kind of problem? Because in human, it's very hard to get to the neural pathway. We, we cannot manipulate the human pathway. Yeah. And, you know, in animal, and we we can do. We have a tool, genetic tool. In this paper, we had genetic tool to remove the different sympathetic neuron, cell components. Mm-hmm. For example, the sympathetic neuron, innovate, innovating the the spring or the or, or the ad- adrenal chromatin cell. We have, we can create the mind has select manipulation on these two different autonomic pathway.
0: Mm-hmm. Then we
1: will test, you know, how acupuncture effects will be impacted by the removal one of this cap, uh, uh, component or when we remove the both components. So we use a system inflammation as an experimental uh, system. So because for animals that you have to find as, a, uh, as an experimental system with a very robust effect by acupuncture. So this uh, accumulated from investigate from China and the United States, showing that acupuncture stimulation and handling acupoint let's say there's a stomach acupoint, ST36, we call mm-hmm. just ST36. Mm-hmm.
0: And,
1: and people showing that this acupuncture stimulation can powerfully reduce a systemic inflammation, can promote animal survival, survival from 20% to 80%. When we use a, a bacteria endotoxin to create a systemic inflammation, mimic the cytokine storm, see in patient with a, a severe like a bacterial viral infection. So I mean the acupuncture work in this model system then we can study now how acupuncture work. So in for this particular paper use a genetic tool to criticize mice with the with the removal of the different autonomic pathway. We're reviewing a couple major principles. The first principle I want to show show that you know, series of acupoint selectivity. So, we discovered that uh, the one of the pathways studied before by Louis Wooler showing that ST36 stimulation can drive uh, vagal adrenal access, anti inflammatory access. Yeah. We find this pathway can be activated by low, low intensity electrical acupuncture. So, so low electrical intensity is enough to, act and to drive this pathway. And interesting, when the same low-intensity stimulation, if you stimulate at abdominal region, you cannot do it. You cannot do anything. This pathway cannot be activated in the abdominal region, but Mm -hmm. it can be activated in the distal hind leg, in the acupoint. So this, you know, touch the one of the, which I think one of the, very important concept, like I said, do we have the acupoint selectivity or specificity Yeah. in, in driving a certain you know, uh, physiology or, like in this case, um, uh, vagal adrenal uh, pathway activation? So, there is acupoint selectivity. That's the first thing we found. The second thing we found is that you different autonomic pathways, sometimes you, you do need it. Different stimulation intensity. For example, we find when we stimulate at the abdominal region, remember the low intensity cannot do anything, cannot activate vagal reflex, but cannot also activate sympathetic reflex. So the zero so point five, like those low elect- low intensity electric stimulation, has no impact on that system inflammation. Yeah. But when we raising the electrical stimulation intensity to and uh, one milliampere or three milliampere, or mi- we just say high intensity stimulation. Now you can activate a new autonomic pathway. That we call spinal sympathetic reflex, which in, now you can leading lead lead to the activation of the uh, like a splenic sympathetic pathway. You can reduce the inflammation controlled by the spring, which is the largest immune organ, which will contribute a significant portion of the pro-inflammatory cytokine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So so this is, so this will give you a, a second a principle mean that the stimulation intensity or reflect how acupuncture was stimulating your body, you know, the, because, you know, experienced doctor, will they based on different disease or symptoms, they were adjusted at different intensity manually or, or you know, elect, ele- ele- electrically. So this mean that, so because of different intensity, can activate different somatic sensory neurons eventually can activate different autonomic pathway so that's mm-hmm. a, a one thing uh,
0: it's almost like a recruitment of different, uh, different. Um, nerve axons within the bundle or nerves within the bundle
1: yeah because of like a somatic sensory neuron as we study somatic sensory neuron for many decades and um, these neurons are very heterogeneous it's a different size at different myelination sheets uh, which you translate into electrical stimulation, means that different threshold for the activation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The larger axon or neuron, they, the threshold will be lower. So you can imagine, and also the neuron can respond to electrical stimulation, can be different, depends on different eye channel you know, profile. So, so this will, uh, the, the heterogeneity of the sensor neuron will convert into that mean that different intensity electric stimulation can produce, can act a different spectrum of the sensory afferent. As this a different sensory afferent has a differential capacity to drive the different autonomic pathway. Because autonomic pathway is extremely heterogeneous functionally and molecularly, anatomically. So this is a, we really know very little, you know, uh, the rule. So this is one of the, one of the step and to showing that the different body region can activate different autonomic pathway and different intensity from the same body region can activate different autonomic pathway. Yeah, so that's the paper shows this very nicely. Yeah. And at the, the other thing I want to point out, point which is the sort the of major discovery from, the, from this uh, study, is basically showing that acupuncture effect it's also can be very dynamic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, so that's okay. And uh, so, I to, you know, so acupuncture stimulation in terms of how acupuncture modulates disease, it's really also dependent on what a kind of disease state. Acupuncture can be detrimental. I think this part, a lot of people may not appreciate before. What we discovered, found that the while the low intensity stimulation, which uh, drives a vagal adrenal anti-inflammatory access, that pathway is disease state independent. Oh, no see. matter for prevention and for the um, for the treatment of the ongoing systemic inflammation, this low electrical in, intensive stimulation, which can only work and uh, can only work on the hindling hind leg, in you know, acupoint, not in abdominal. Right. can reduce uh, uh, inflammation and promote animal survival. But for the high intense stimulation, which produce, a, which activate no sympathetic neuron, we ton, we found that this pathway can be very dynamic. What happened is that when you, re, you know, the animal responds to bacterial endotoxin, the immune cell change. Like for example, in the spring, they will, before the bacterial infection, the, the the immune cell, they express like we call a beta-2 adrenergic receptor. Mm-hmm. And those are, so when the sympathetic neuron activate, release no adrenaline, activate beta-2 receptor and will, will produce anti-inflammatory effects. But uh, after bacterial infection, when the endotoxin release from the bacterial, they will activate a signaling pathway in the in in the in the macrophage, for example, in the immune cell. And those immune cells will turn on a different adrenergic receptor, which we call alpha-2 receptor. And when these alpha two receptors are pro-inflammatory, and as they have much higher affinity to the non-adrenaline. So when at some point as disease you know, uh, progresses, when the alpha-2 receptor, which is a pro-inflammatory, becomes dominant. Now, when you give high intensity acupuncture stimulation, cause the release of no adrenaline, will produce a net outcome that becomes pro-inflammatory. The animal will, will have the most severe inflammation, they will die sooner. all mm-hmm. animals die in our, when this is a late you know, stimulation. So this is actually cause really a real surprise for us because of this is uh, for us you know, to appre- to appreciate oh my god you know the acupuncture can be you know you need to be careful mm-hmm. if you use it uh, not properly and uh, sometimes can be detrimental and um, particularly for manual acupuncture you know in you know, a clinical setup you know sometimes it's very difficult to control the intensity but unfortunately the, the the persistent anti-inflammatory pathway we um, uh, which evolved from is evoked by low-level, low-intensity stimulation at a hunting limb region. There's a vagal-adrenal pathway. And this pathway can be beneficial no matter, you know, what a disease state. And because this is low-intensity, mean that when we use this low-intensity stimulation, we can bypass that pro-inflammatory pathway, which requires high-intensity stimulation to activate. So this way we can, and by optimizing the stimulation parameter, we can produce a persistent anti-inflammatory effect by acupuncture.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about the macrophage um, interaction? So when you when you add the LPS and induce the bacterial infection yeah. in the mice, then you're talking about the macrophage is now expressing this AVA2 receptor? Yeah. And um, how are you monitoring the macrophages at that point? So
1: we, uh, because in animal, we can take the macrophage, macroph- uh, I call macrophage, you call macrophage. Uh, so I, maybe my pronunciation is not I don't correct. think, probably mine is wrong. <laughs> uh, so, so that immune cell, we can like, take, take out the spring at a different time point after LPS exposure. So we can do the uh, histochemistry Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and by or by, you know, the uh, ELISA you know, method to measure the cytokine and and change. And as a first, oh, and we also can take the splinter to gene expression profile to look in the adrenogen receptor change.
0: Uh-huh. So what
1: we find is that basically, it just take one hour after LPS, this bacteria endotoxin injection, the splenic uh, macrophage, you know, uh, cell already turn on the alpha two receptor, which is barely detectable before the LPS, you know, exposure. So so um, so mean that it's a take a really one or two hours for um, for the immune system. Already make a functional switch,
0: and then these or, uh, macrophages become systemic.
1: And uh, this macrophage, and we only look at the within the take a spring, but the macrophage can um, the the uh, how much trafficking you know macrophage will left the spring uh, traffic to other border region. I, this part I needed to more more study because there is mm-hmm. extensive immune cell trafficking. They can the immune cell can leave. The immune organ like lymph node or the uh, like spring, and as they go to the inflamed tissue region, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, so so this is a um, something that the splenic inflammation can impact as inflammation as a body region, um, and so 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 this is a, a functional switch when when we give the alpha two receptor antagonist combined mm-hmm. with acupuncture. Now, by blocking the pro-inflammatory you know, branch, the, the remaining beta-2 receptor, which is still anti-inflammatory at this moment, now they can produce an anti- inf- anti-inflammation effect. So, so for high-intensity stimulation, if we, uh, com- uh, acupuncture, if combined with the alpha-2 receptor antagonist can produce a beneficial effect they still become anti-inflammatory and can promote animal survival.
0: If you just do acupuncture and not the antagonist, the alpha receptor antagonist, do you see the similar results or what do you see? And uh, If it's just uh, high
1: intensity, if we uh, started before LPS exposure, if we give acupuncture first, Mm -hmm. which we call preventive, and uh, this beta-2 receptor dominant, and uh, some reasons, for some reason, after beta 2 and, uh, activations, it changes the response of the body to the LPS. So it has a fairly powerful, it can suppress LPS induced systemic inflammation or cytokine storm. And the animal, and uh, greatly, animal survival can be greatly um, promoted from, from mm-hmm. 20% to 80%. Just two hours after LPS treatment, now we give the acupuncture without alpha two antagonist,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all animals die, with die much sooner, and a, and a complete like a even original had twenty percent survival. Now they all one hundred percent dead. Wow! And then, but just give the alpha two antagonist combined with acupuncture now, the audience, the survival rate becomes seventy percent again.
0: Hmm.
1: So it's a, so this is a fairly Dynamic um, uh, process, you know, for how our body responds to the immune, uh, 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 like uh, responds to the infection. Because initial increased inflammation, like turn turn on, turn on alpha two to release those pro-inflammatory cytokine, it's beneficial for our for our body to fight with the you know infection and uh, um, but uh you've too much in you know, inflammation now those are pro inflammatory cytokines will created those all the like um, um, uh, mediator like which can cause in the organ damage you know it's a, so mean that inflammation is really needed to be fine tuned you know it's yeah amazing.
0: yeah for sure can you comment or maybe even hypothesize on how um you know what are your thoughts about I guess creating an experiment where you would um, change the actual um, uh, stimulation coming from the vagal nerve or coming from some of these afferent in, uh, inputs um, rather than sort of like tweaking it with the acupuncture. I mean, do you think that some inflammation could be mediated by just a uh, Misfirings or not misfirings, but t- different strengths of, a vagal input, that are just so the, in, inherent uh, in people uh, that are, that happen yeah, in the,
1: people. Uh, for the low intensity um, electrical stimulation, we know that uh, also from Luis Ulla's uh, study, in, who published a very important paper in in Nature Medicine, two
0: thousand
1: fourteen, mm-hmm. uh, that anti-inflammatory pathway indeed is required vagal. So when both group, my lab and his life, when we cut as a vagal efferent, and and the acupuncture effects are completely abolished, mm. and, uh, but when we use a high-intensity stimulation from an abdominal region, ST25, that acupuncture, which you can generate spinal single-cell reflex, can bypass the vagal efferent. In that condition, that preventive anti-inflammatory effect is an entirely... Vagal nerve independent. When we cut the vagal nerve, it has no impact in mm. terms of produce and for uh, for reducing the inflammations. And uh, mm. so, so well, this means that there is a vagal nerve dependent anti-inflammatory pathway which can be activated from the handling st 36 with low electrical intensity. Yeah. And there is a vagal nerve independent sympathetic pathway can be activated from. Anybody region actually, but the, that in terms of uh, splenic sympathetic pathway, both in the abdominal ST25 acupoint or hindling ST36 acupoint. So, so me, this is data uh, funding and uh, bigger uh, starting point because most study in until, uh, since 2000, year 2000, when Kevin Tracy discovered vagal efferent stimulation can produce anti-inflammatory effect all the um, published studies so far by acupuncture fairly much emphasize the vagal nerve dependent pathway. Yeah. But what we found is a series of vagal nerve independent pathway can be activated by higher electrical intensity. And that particular pathway can be preventive for anti-inflammation, produce anti-inflammation effect. if the, Disease at early stage of disease progression or before the disease onset, but this pathway can become detrimental at some point.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, this is very interesting to us, you know, uh, here at the sugar science because. We recently were um, looking at this one paper the, in Nature Biotechnology. It was published uh, November 11th, 2019. The Pancreatic Nerve Electrostimulation Inhibits Recent Onset Autoimmune Diabetes. And that was Philippe Blanco's group, um, as well as Arun Shridhar, who was uh, affiliated with um, Galvani. And that's a really interesting paper because, you know, they're kind of playing off of what Kevin Tracy has done at set point that we discussed earlier where they, you know, they went in and they um, they mapped the nerve projecting to the pancreas and um, to the pancreatic lymph nodes in mice. And they used a very minimally invasive surgical procedure. They put implanted this little micro cough electrodes onto the nerve. And then when they stimulated it, they got beta adrenergic receptor mediated accumulation of these BNT cells in the lymph nodes, pancreatic lymph nodes and reduce the production of pro-inflammatory cytokines following LPS. So they also saw that um, they were able to knock down the autoreactive T cells that were attacking the, the um, pancreatic islet cells, uh, the beta cells in the mice. So it's really interesting, you know, to see you know your work um, and their work and, and really try to think about how these vagal pathways could be more finely dissected and understood.
1: Yeah. At the, uh, yeah. So thank you for reminding that study. So I didn't uh, closely follow that particular study, but it's interesting that you mentioned like a, they the the nerve stimulation for that particular study is from the is a vagal nerve stimulation or just stimulation of the nerve innovating the um, pancreas. Um.
0: They and, what yeah. What they did. <coughs> excuse me they map the nerve projecting to the pancreas from the vagal nerve so they really you know have kind of dissected out the offshoot of the vagal nerve that innervates the pancreatic eyelids
1: yeah so those kind of study i think also needed like a it's interesting and also we needed to sometimes needed to revisit a little bit you know what's the nature of the nerve because the for well, the as we know, the um, pancreas also innovate a sensory afferent. Mm-hmm. and uh, um, the, uh there is a both like not only efferent, like we call it the faecal efferent, like it's so a faecal efferent, like adrenal pathway, but also the faecal afferent, which is an innovative to the visceral organ. Uh, Brian Davis in at the University of Pittsburgh and uh, he study. The pancreatic, you know, the uh, tumor uh, development. And then when he applied the sensory afferents, and uh, um, uh, the tumor progression uh, uh, greatly slowed down, you know, in the pancreatic cancer. And mm-hmm. uh, there is some evidence suggests maybe that those uh, capsaicin sensitive sensory afferents may have some kind of anti inflammatory functions. They will release mm-hmm. some neuropeptide like a CGIP, for example. Mm-hmm. The Peptide, they can reduce inflammation. So mean that for some like, a direct electrical nerve stimulation for the nerve innervator of the pancreatic you know, tissue, uh, at this stage, sometimes difficult to distinguish. It's really the sensory afferent, like sensory reflux. We know that we call it neuro- neurogenic inflammation when sensory afferent, when they activate, the the distal the, the terminal, they can also release a neuropeptide, and uh, do uh, impact the target tissue inflammation. And like a, a, like Isaac Chu at a Harvard Medical School, you know, he recently shown that a peptide neuropeptide like CGRP can power can hijack the immune system to reduce inflammation, hmm. or since even immune function. And so, so the I think will be this kind of raising some future study. Okay, for example, can can we uh, can acupuncture? You know, the non-invasive acupuncture. Can we activate some if the some phago efferent, not afferents, like a phago efferent, which innovate into the pancreatic tissue? What 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 will be impact? You know, by acupuncture. So. And also, um, again, so it depends on what acupoint to choose. And let's say uh, most likely, who abdominal region, you know, because the serious sacral spinal sympathetic reflex, they can produce a sympathetic reflex to the pancreatic to tissue. But the question is, as I mentioned, in a splenic inflammation, mm-hmm. the sympathetic nerve activity can be um, bidirectional. Yeah. In some disease condition will be anti-inflammation uh, in anti-inflammatory in some disease condition will be pro-inflammatory so mean that that acupuncture stimulation if you use a high intensity to activate spinal sympathetic reflex will be beneficial for pancreatic you know patient or not I see need more study yeah and yeah. better the um, vagal adrenal access which is Evoked by low electrical intensity from the hindling region, which is through the vagal efferent and to the adrenal gland to release the dopamine, which may produce anti-inflammation because those dopamine is released to the circulation. It's like say like an like an endo, like hormone, you know, they circulate and throughout the body, and then maybe worthwhile to to test if or not you know those dopamine related pathway can reduce yeah. inf- inflammation in within the pancreas
0: that's so interesting example, yeah uh, um, it is it's, what, it's involved in the pancreatic beta cell uh, release of insulin
1: yeah so maybe I, I i can take a look or some people who listen this one interest this one should I go to take a look in the um, because this is eventually in you know immune cell profiling like the so immune cell what, what are the neurotransmitters they have <coughs> gives me, eventually, we also really needed to do this experiment. I think the the paper we published, it really is a, a tip's iceberg, you know, and we yeah. only touch some, like, a um, general um, pathway, say, say can impact the systemic inflammation, but a different organ has a different rule into what uh, sen- what a sensory afferent can drive what kind of autonomic pathway, like, for example.
0: Yeah. I think it, it. yeah I think it is though, very important that you that you got mm-hmm. this paper out there because it opens the door for other inquiry and it it really uh, it asks the question you know what other how, how can we map this system I think is what what the yeah, your paper th- really asks the community to to start thinking about
1: Yeah I think it's a this a you know if if someone interested in this area for the pancreatic in the society, you know, for example, diabetic society, it is doable. You know, for example, you can map what a sympathetic neuron innovate that tissue, and uh, you can profile the immune cell. You know, what is the neurotransmitter receptor it's at a different disease stage has what kind of change,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then we can. We can test it. we call it a systemic like a systemic adrenal pathway which you can circulate through entire body, maybe can impact inflammation in, uh, in maybe in many different organs. That's why the uh, uh, acupoint ST36, people almost like a generic medicine, they, this acupoint stimulation can treat all kind of human disease with <laughs> inflammation. Because in the in a sense, if you think about it carefully. Majority human disease, it is inflammation has one way, and that has a inflammation component. That's a common, share common thing. If we can modulate this uh, systemic inflammation, you know, throughout the body, maybe this is a one of the pathway. Maybe it can also potentially beneficial for the diabetic, you know, uh, um, patients. Yeah. It's possible. I think I need more study. So we do need a. As I mentioned in the beginning, so for this kind of all our studies, are raising the point, for every disease model, you needed to study it, and you needed to optimize what's role. that this role we discover from ST36 can be um, beneficial for for the uh, um, pancreatic tissue or not? We don't know. For example, I can I, I can admit there's a vagal. Uh, adrenal pathway is has a l- less impact for the splenic inflammation itself mm. um, it's a operating more dominant in a non splenic tissue but whether or not that non splenic tissue include pancreatic tissue we don't know you need a need a need a study yeah yeah
0: well I mean this is to me this is fascinating work <clears throat> and I totally appreciate you sharing it with us today um, if, if people are interested, I would uh, direct them to read the, the paper, which is entitled Topic Organization and Intensity Dependence and in Driving Distinct MPY Expressing Sympathetic Pathways by Electroacupuncture. came out in uh, August 12th in Neuron, and um, we will also provide uh, the link to that paper on the podcast, um, you know, a lead-up information. But is there anything else you'd like to share with our readers or our listeners i guess and i think that's
1: we cover most partners thank you very much you know Monica thank for you so much hopefully this study will stimulate more people interest in some of the traditional uh, medicine like like acupuncture they do have a modern neuroanatomic basis in fact we still know fairly little you know to understand you know how acupuncture or other Alternative medicine like uh, yoga, stretching, ex- exercise, like in China, like a tai chi, those are, which I think is we in a different way can uh, drive the different uh, sensory pathway and also change a different mental state. And those mental state will greatly impact the autonomic system. That's why meditation can work to reduce some of the stress and uh, reduce inflammation. I think serious a a lot of common science behind some of the we so-called complementary integrative medicine, but in fact it's a really reflects you know, we have a philosophical change in to thinking about our disease is a whole body disease. Yeah. Disease, you know, as I said, many different ways can impact the disease progression. And then as I think that's maybe hopefully can stimulate more study on this kind of alternative non-traditional, you know, medicine
0: i agree a thousand years of treating people with this type of acupuncture is is bound to yield some um, science behind it and it's just sort of there, waiting for people to dive in so thank you so much for telling us all about your your paper and your process and we'll hope to speak to you again
1: thank you very much monica